0: Razor blade, thread, gum, a ball of tinfoil, a dull fishing hook. Kayla checked each pocket in her jean shorts, knotted the straps of her bikini top tighter, and pulled on her favorite black hoodie. She frowned at her bare feet. She'd blend in better with flip-flops, but she could run better in sneakers if anything went wrong. After a half-second, she chose the sneakers. She believed in herself, but she also believed in the supreme idiocy of people and their tendency to interfere in the most inconvenient way possible. Telling herself to think positive thoughts, Kayla applied coal eyeliner around her blue eyes, then put on three necklaces, a hamsa hand, a blue and white glass eye, and a crescent moon with a pentagram. Moonbeam? she called as she yanked a brush through her black and pink hair. When her mother didn't answer, Kayla poked her head around the Indian print scarf that separated her corner into an almost room. Empty. Or rather, not at all empty. Kayla and her mother rented a one room cottage, and it was crowded with pots of herbs, baskets of polished stones, and piles of candles. Prayer flags were strung across the ceiling. Dreamcatchers filled the rafters, as did knots of red ribbons and mobiles of feathers and bones. Bits of mirrors caught and reflected the sun, and crystals split it into a thousand shards of light that danced over the room whenever the breeze blew through the open windows. Her mother must be outside. Weaving between stacks of books and various baskets, Kayla crossed to the kitchen. She stepped onto a chair, then the counter, inserting her foot between the dishes piled there. Twisting, she stuck her leg out the window and ducked through the opening, shifting her weight until she was perched on a window box of herbs. She jumped to the ground. Mildly, her mother said, I wish you wouldn't do that. Kayla grinned at her and plopped a kiss on the top of her mother's graying head. Sorry, Moonbeam. Her mother was on her hands and knees in a flower bed. She had a pile of red ribbons beside her and appeared to be tying one onto each of the red and blue plaster garden gnomes. Ooh, they look fancy. Special occasion? Garden party for garden gnomes? I am allowed to be eccentric in my advancing age. You were eccentric when you were 12. I know your stories. Ah, but then it was a phase. Dusting the dirt off her sundress, Moonbeam got to her feet. She wore a shapeless, multicolored dress, a dozen necklaces with eclectic charms that were knotted around one another, a half dozen bangle bracelets on her arms, and rings on every finger except her ring finger. Her bare shoulders were freckled, and her face was tanned but unwrinkled. Except for the gray that streaked her blonde hair, she could have passed for Kayla's older hippie sister. You know, I should tell you to march inside and put on a shirt, or at least zip up your sweatshirt. Your breasts are not an art installation. But my belly button is a masterpiece that shouldn't be hidden from the world. Moonbeam laughed. Do I even want to ask what you have planned today? strut up and down State Street with Selena, mock everyone and everything, and then return home feeling vaguely superior. Oh, and maybe eat a burrito. Lofty goals. Again, if I were a good mother, I'd ask if you plan to find a summer job and maybe tell you not to smoke, drink, do drugs, or talk to strangers. Do we need to have the sex talk? God, no. And I have a job. You do? I look after you.